With so much in the economy happening right now and moving so quickly, I thought it'd be interesting to actually do a video of my overall thoughts across multiple markets. I'm talking Australian real estate, cryptocurrency, NFTs, the ASX share market, and of course the economy with regards to negative interest rates. In this video, we're gonna break down exactly what I think is happening, where I think we're headed to, and why there is urgency because there is an opportunity here, but the window to actually act is closing very quickly. So if you're interested, keep listening. Hey guys, my name's Ravi Sharma and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're listening to this on the audio version, because I bring out the podcast a week after I bring out the video on YouTube, then welcome. And of course, leave me a review if you do enjoy content like this, because that's my oxygen. You know, I get those messages, but I think for a lot of people that don't know me, for a lot of people that are discovering this podcast or YouTube channel, a big part of them making that decision to turn on a podcast for like half an hour is going to be your words. So definitely leave down a review because it will mean the world to me. Now, in this video, as I mentioned, I want to talk about not just Australian real estate, we will get to that. And I know that a large audience here on the channel really like traditional markets like real estate and share markets. But what I think is very important is I need to get louder with what's happening in cryptocurrency because it is becoming very, very relevant to what the next 5, 10, 15 years looks like and how we need to adapt to what is actually working. So I'm not here trying to show you a coin or say to you that everything's going to the moon. I'm not like that. And if you've been following me for a while, you already know that. I want to just cover off how we can position ourselves as maybe traditionalist investors and why we want some exposure in this space. Now, we're going to start off with cryptocurrency. Then we're going to go into NFTs for a lot of people that don't know. It's going to be very interesting. So, you know, kick back. And then we're going to talk about Australian real estate and negative interest rates as well as, you know, the economy with lockdowns. Now, a reminder, if you aren't aware of the community already, Patreon community is where I share a lot more information than I do on the YouTube channel. And that's purely from a time basis. I can't sit here and, you know, record and then edit and get that out to you daily. So Patreon, that's the community that's growing really quickly. So I'm very thankful to everyone that supported the membership community already. And the mastermind access is where a lot of the stuff that we are talking about is interesting. And I'm not just talking about it from a perspective of how do I make money? You know, we're talking about long-term plans. We're talking about different, you know, experiences. Some people are commercial real estate, some people are, you know, traditional stuff. And then we've got conversations around NFTs, crypto, collectibles, things like that. So if you are interested in really upgrading, you know, this sort of communication, then I think the Patreon community is where you want to be. Tomorrow being the 9th of August, we're going to host our first exclusive Q&A uh, that will never find its way onto YouTube. So if you're interested in asking questions, learning from others, really being part Part of that community, then definitely go check out the link in the description below regarding Patreon. Now, at the end of this video, I will share what my gut feel is. Now, a lot of people sort of come up and then in the comments say, well, where's your proof, right? Where's the research? And that's what I'm sharing somewhere else, you know, on Patreon. But the reason I try and keep this succinct, I don't want these videos to be an hour, hour and a half long. I know a lot of people that are coming here, you know, spending time already, 20, 30 minutes is no, you know, small amount. So I, I value that and that's why I want to give you some context. But at the same time, I don't want to bore you with all the details that every single person is going to ask about what happens if this happens, what happens if this happens, or you're wrong, Ravi. At the end of the day, these are purely my own personal opinions. It's not financial advice and I'm just some guy on YouTube. So definitely 
definitely take it with a grain of salt as we kick through. So first up, cryptocurrency. Now, I did make a couple of videos over the last couple of weeks. We did see the highs, you know, in, in April and we've seen things calm down, right? Significant corrections occurred and now we're really seeing solid movement up, you know, green candles everywhere. Everyone's talking about it again. And I can see the views on the crypto videos are going back up. So why is that? Well, to give you some context, we've seen a real consolidation between, you know, two set targets, you know, being 30,000 USD and 40,000 USD with Bitcoin. The thing is with cryptocurrency, Bitcoin being, you know, the number one coin, actually does dictate a lot of that movement in the market. So you're not going to generally see Bitcoin sort of go crashing down, whereas everything else is going the other way. It usually dictates what happens in the market. So that's why everyone refers to it as what's happening in Bitcoin to then give us an idea what happens with Ethereum and the rest of it. So where are we? Now we had real bullish movement from, you know, January all the way through to April, May, and then we've, you know, had a correction and then we just kept moving crab-like sideways. And I said it in that video, I'll link it up here, uh, but it will be in the description below as well, that I thought, you know, three to six months, we could just sort of sit here, you know, play around and not really do anything too extravagant. But what happened was the longer that we are in this consolidation period, whatever movement happens will be explosive, whether that's on the downside or whether that's on the upside. Now, obviously, with what's happened over the last two weeks, it was on the upside. And so just to give you an idea of what's happened is Bitcoin has gone from 28,000 USD all the way up to 44,000 USD, which is a 33% move in just a couple of weeks, right? Now that is significant because leading up to that, we pretty much were moving sideways for like two months, three months. So it is big. Now, Ethereum has actually gone on a bigger run and 1700 USD was where, you know, it was sort of finding its low to then going across to 3100 USD, which is an 82% move. So, it's been massive. Now, I said, you know, in that video as well, I said, hey, you know, guys, I'm looking at Ethereum. That's my big pick. That's where I'm putting my money and I'm glad because this is what's happened. Now, to give us some context about what's happening, because you see moves like that and you're going, oh, bull market is back on. Let's, let's you know, rock and roll. But the thing is, we need to take a step back and really realize where we've come from. You know, we're still down 20 to 30% from all-time highs. And that's why we need to really find that this testing ground, you know, is supported, is now not just a, you know, a short squeeze of some sort. It's not just a move up, parabolic move, and then we're just going to come crashing down. We need confirmation before actually acting in this market. What's very interesting is a lot of people FOMO in when they see green candles. And one of the things I've learned, especially during this cycle, is I will never go chasing green candles. I want to know that we are confirmed in terms of one trend or another, whether that's upside or downside. Otherwise, what you're doing is really just gambling, right? Now, one way to avoid all that, and I've got a video about this, is dollar cost averaging. So you definitely go check out that and there's a link in the description below if you do want to get started with crypto go and check out coinspot you get ten dollars free bitcoin uh, to just sign up now all in all what am i doing with what i'm seeing in crypto i still have this feel that we are going to have a downside move at some point i don't think we just go suddenly all the way up and just all-time highs by the end of this year and that's the top of the market everyone comes back in four years and does it all again i don't think that's going to happen so what i'm seeing is a point 
where we have had a relief rally, but we are now probably going to have some sort of correction from there. I don't think this is sustainable, especially at the trajectory we are moving at. So I think we're going to have sort of sideways, maybe some falls again. And I think we sweep all the lows, maybe come back in three to four months from now, which would probably put us at that outer six or seven months from when I was talking about it and saying that at that point, we should be moving up with considerable speed. Now, for me, it would be amazing if that happens because I can consolidate and, you know, accumulate a bit more. Uh, but I will not be buying in this market, especially with how quickly it is moving. And uh, of course, you know, it's all up to you. But I think a large part of it comes down to how much exposure do you have currently? Uh, my, my call out to a lot of people is if you think we are in a bubble, that crypto is a Ponzi scheme, that you know people shouldn't invest in it. I think you really need to focus on what is happening, okay? Because the, there are things moving in the background that you may not be aware of. And my next topic straight, you know, illustrates what exactly is happening out there. Because I, I sort of was blown away with what research I came up with and you know what I've been looking at in the NFT space. Now, for anyone that doesn't know what NFTs are, it's non-fungible tokens. Right now, if you've never even heard of crypto, you're probably going and scratching your head like, what is this guy talking about? But I won't go too deep into it. If you want a specific video about NFTs, what I'm buying, what I'm researching, then definitely leave me a comment down below. But what NFTs are, are non-fungible tokens, which basically means you own the license to a particular asset, okay? Now, straight away, when people hear about what these assets are, they're just JPEGs, right? They're just pictures. And so that's what often gets referred to when people are like, you're spending how much on a JPEG? I could just screenshot that and then I own it, right? It's the equivalent of owning the original Mona Lisa painting versus replicas of it because you could see photos of it, you could see Google images of it, but it's not the same, right? That value is not held the same. So in non-fungible tokens, basically the same thing. Now, the reason why it's so exciting to see what's happening is because a lot of that stuff, right? All of the digital stuff is actually gonna have real world use case. And that's where real use utility real-world utility is going to be a big factor. It almost becomes your digital license to exclusive clubs, to do certain things. And I think the whole world is going to change when it comes to NFTs because there can only be one legal owner of one particular asset, right? So that's why it's very interesting. People are paying ridiculous amounts and making a lot of money. So interested, then definitely go research. Uh, I'm, I'm more than willing to make a video about it. But this is the sort of stuff we're talking about in the mastermind where, you know, there was a particular drop for, you know, the first edition of, you know, a particular asset. You want to know timing wise, having the right conversations. And for me, I think I've learned one really big part of, you know, developing is if you're not in the right conversations, you're not in the right conversations with the right people, you're just left out and left behind because there is so much happening in this world. It's hard to keep up, right? Even for me, like I'm doing research constantly, whether it's about crypto, real estate, whatnot. I find that there's always something new I'm learning every day and I do it full time. So I can only imagine in your cases where if you're having to try and go through like 80%, 90% of the stuff that's online is rubbish, right? It's only researching the 100% is where you're gonna find the 10% of gold. Um, so that's basically why I have the community and whatnot. I think the entire NFT space, given how much growth there's been, is basically, you know, being viewed as a bubble. 
So a lot of people looking from the outside, they're like, how are you guys spending so much? And, you know, traditional investors like your Gary V's of the world are also coming out very, very big in terms of NFTs. He's got his own line as well. And he's talking about it. And you see some of the people who've been following him, the traditionalist people are sort of going, this is so silly. Like, how are you guys paying so much for like something that sits on the blockchain? It doesn't even exist in real life. And what they don't realize is we're early. And that's my sort of belief is when someone thinks that certain things are you know, in a bubble, it's because there's a lack of research. I hear the same thing about collectibles like trading cards. They're like, well, why would I want to buy that? You might not be the target market for that. And when people go, well, what's the value of it? It's only what someone else is willing to pay. And that's correct. But that's also why there is such crazy amounts of growth in the space because you're playing with emotions, right? That's the reason why owner-occupied properties will do so much better than investor-only properties because it's nostalgia or it's emotion that really drives that purchase. And that's what you know. I want people to understand is not just something that you're using in real estate that can't be used across in other markets. And that's what I'm finding is, you know, it's pattern recognition. Once you understand certain traits, once you understand how to research these things, it blows your mind as to how far down the rabbit hole you can go. And not just because you want to go down the rabbit hole and make a lot of money, it's because you might find something that you really, really like along that journey. So with NFTs, collectibles, it's always a volatile space, very speculative. And I think 99% of the projects that come out are just you know rubbish anyway. Uh, they're not going to do anything. However, as more attention comes onto the you know scene and as more money flows into that system, I think a lot of money is going to be made. So for me right now, that is something that I am heavily investing into. And you know, in terms of a risk versus reward thing, for me, it makes sense because it's part of my strategy, right? The amount of exposure I want to have to the space you know, might not be the same as you and the strategy or the timing for what we are trying to do here in line with our risk appetite is also not the same. So again, you need that strategy. I'm releasing the new strategy session. So bear with me, guys. Uh, that is coming out this week. But this space is moving very, very quickly. So it's one of those things, you know, opportunity cost of how much time does it take to actually deep dive into it? I would say it's probably five to 10 hours of research that you want to get in under your belt before you understand that space and maybe want to put in some money. So let's talk about Australian real estate, the moment you've all been waiting for. Um, very interesting time, I guess. A lot of fear is in the system now. I can see it, um, you know, with lockdowns being continuously extended, you know, with Sydney now recording upwards of 300, even surpassing 300 cases a day, people are dying. It's not a happy uh, and positive vibe at all, right? And me living in Sydney, it's now what, seventh or eighth week of lockdowns and there's no end in sight. I think we're at least going to the end of August and I think we're going to September, October. So what does that exactly mean? Well, I've got a video on this channel where I talked about, you know, the impacts of COVID. At the time, it was like we were clocking like 20 cases a day, 30 cases a day. And I, my belief was that we weren't going to have an extended period, but I could see us going to September. What was being told by the media was, oh, no, no, it's a snap lockdown. We're probably out in the next two to three weeks. Now, on the back of the lockdowns, we've now, because it's been extended, we now have a lot more stimulus coming into the system, right? So businesses, obviously, are affected. Then there's people that have been affected by their jobs, uh, you know, hospitality, tourism, things like that. So we have a lot of that fake money coming back into the system. This was very similar to 2020. The difference is that we probably have a better idea of what's happening versus in 2020, we're just like, what is happening? Like the world is collapsing. 
Yet, there are a lot of similarities, and I go back to pattern recognition, right? Is if you spend enough time in the space and you spend enough time researching or talking to the right people, listening to the right people, you will understand how to join the dots. I kept saying last year that, you know, property prices will go up for X, Y, and Z reason. We are now in a state where... In Sydney alone, I've seen properties that have been passed through on auction uh, because there weren't enough bidders, right? We only a month ago or two months ago were seeing all these articles around, you know, purchases being sold for above reserve prices and things like that. There is still, you know, those odd cases happening, but a lot more auctions are being, you know, pulled, uh, sales are being pulled, listings are being pulled purely because there is fear in the system. And you know, it's understandable because people are suffering. They don't know, you know, when we're going back to normality. Everyone needs to get vaccinated, apparently. Things like that. They just don't know what happens next. So, with that uncertainty comes, you know, opportunity. And I'm not saying, you know, jumping onto someone else's bandwagon and because they're suffering, you take advantage. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that majority of people will listen to the 1%. I, I'd be surprised if people are still listening to this point. But 1%, of the information that's out there and it's usually the headlines, right? So that's what they're dictated by and it's their emotion that dictates what their next moves are. What I want you to do is go beneath that. That's why you're here. That's why you're listening, whether it's podcast or the YouTube channel, get educated, right? It is very interesting to see what is happening because I see in the market, very big similarities between last year and this year. We're starting to see numbers tick down for investors as well. You know, that's something that is very unique, but hey, is it really unique? You know, we didn't really have that sort of movement last year. We had a lot of first-home buyers. Now we're seeing a drop-off of first-home buyers and investors from a mortgage point of view. But how long does it last for? I think what's happening in the space is we're pretty much seeing, you know, mid-2020, everyone's scared. Prices might sort of slow down. Articles will come off the back of that saying that, you know, the housing boom is over. Housing growth will go down now. You know, it's non-existent. As soon as we've clocked in, you know, Q3 of negative growth, which is, you know, almost bound to happen now because Sydney's been in lockdown. You've had majority of the country in lockdown at some point this year. And so, when we record negative news like that, that's going to send more fear into the system. And I say that with a smile on my face because I've had conversations in the Patreon community as well as clients and we know what is happening now. We can see the patterns and we're now adapting. We're trying to go get pre-approvals in place. We're having more demand for strategy sessions because people are now educated more than they were 12 months ago, which is exciting because now we can take that opportunity and really realize how in three to six months from after the lockdowns end, I think... We hit all-time highs with all prices across Australia. Now, some places may not experience that sort of growth. Some places will even decline. But as an overall, I think the positivity and the greed that comes into the system, you know, Q1 of 2022 is going to be massive. And I don't think we are even starting to scratch the surface of what growth really looks like with asset price inflation. Now, yes, I am totally aware of affordability and how income wages haven't grown and people will come out in the comment section and be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a buyer's agent. He just wants people to buy property. I would benefit from people not buying property because then I could buy property for my clients and that would be amazing. So the fact that I'm here trying to educate you guys to say, hey, look, there is something happening behind the hill, right? Right now, everyone can just, they're, they're consumed by the hill because that's all they can see because it's big. After that, when we get through this, because we will, like we did last year, when we get through it, 
the confidence, the frustration all will come to a point where people are going to start moving very quickly. So that's where you know I'm coming from is just be prepared for the fact that we aren't going to see this massive crash that people say, but it's in line with you know my thoughts of this COVID crash 2.0. I was sort of thinking about it in Jan and Feb this year that I was like, you know, it just doesn't feel right to go from such a disastrous year to then just going, everything's fine this year. And I've said this on videos as well where I was like, People expected 2021 to just be normal all of a sudden because we're in the new year. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought that we were going to have another outbreak. That turned out to be correct. I thought that we were going to go till September if, if we did have a lockdown. That seems like it's it's on path as well. And I thought that you know there was going to be, I guess, events that would happen that would lead people or need to lead people towards getting vaccinated and things like that. Now, I know so many people are divided whether they should get vaccinated or not. I'm not the channel for that sort of information. I'm here to just go, look, take care of your personal finance. Take accountability because if you have uncertainty, you have no one else to blame but yourself. Right now, you have businesses going under, but you've also been running a business for three, four years. How are you in a position where you don't have cash reserves? How are you in a position where you don't have things placed as buffers, emergency buffers to keep you as you know protected? And if you went through 2020, and you come out 2021 and you still have the one singular income source, who are you going to blame? Oh, you know, it wasn't expected that we're going to have another lockdown. Yeah, we could have and we can still have an extended lockdown. That's the part that, you know, blows my mind is how you've not taken advantage of the information we've already had to go out there and make moves. We have another opportunity here. If we see anything similar to March 2020 in terms of a COVID crash, whether it's across crypto, ASX, you know, share market, as well as real estate, I'm going all in, right? And again, I'm just some guy on YouTube. I have different plans to what you do. You need to figure out why is there an opportunity here and why certain things are pointing towards possibly having some sort of correction. Now, look, I could be completely wrong, but again, it is just my opinion. It is just what I'm talking you know, to agents, to clients, to other people, really smart, really a lot smarter than I am and what they're talking about in terms of this is what we're feeling. This is the conversations we're having with clients. This is a conversation we're having with business partners and you know partners within the company as well. So it's a very interesting space. And I think with Australian real estate, especially, We've got to look at what we're doing in this market. It ties in exactly with you know interest rates. We had not long ago. Um, I brought a video about this as well. Is you know negative interest rates. We now have conversations about that. And is that normal? Well, I'm going to cover it off again in a video later this week. But it's very interesting to see how that is now seeping into the mainstream media because this could be a reality. Now, is it going to get to the point where they're going to pay us to get a loan? Of course not. You know, some people took it so literally in the last, you know, um, video that I made, but I was just making a point as to how it could be an upside down world for banks and for, you know, us as homeowners and, you know, borrowers, right? So what I think is happening is we're so focused on the immediate short term that people aren't seeing the opportunity here in three to six months when we are back on track, hitting all time highs and we are going for a couple of years. And I think, you know, in the bigger scheme of things, this little correction is going to be what you look back on and say, I wish I bought more or, you know, invested more in myself, got educated. If you don't know how to, you know, start with real estate, you really want to take advantage. I know there's some of you out there that get really rah-rah about it, you know, after my videos and I appreciate that. But if you want to get started, you want to take the right steps, you know, 
Confusion to Clarity online course. That's what you want to check out. It's a step-by-step going everything from plan my you know goals and what my goals look like to an action plan to then creating a strategy and then learning what are the steps you know in buying a property to settlement, taxes, tenancies and things like that. So definitely go check that out. So look, I know long episode, but uh, I really do want to bring you guys value as much as I can because at the end of the day, I'm here because you know, I want to share as much as I can. And I'm also continuing to be here because of the support you guys give me. So I really do appreciate it. And in turn, you know, I try and give you guys my time as well as putting out some quality content. If you guys have enjoyed this, you know, whether it's the audio version, leave a review. If it's the YouTube channel, definitely drop me a like and subscribe to the channel. We'll talk about real estate. We talk about cryptocurrency and financial freedom. I'm definitely not one of those guys that get real hyped and get you hyped about certain things and then, you know, rug pull and not actually do those things. Uh, I'm very transparent on the channel and try to be. Uh, At the end of the day, I think we are having this mass movement from, you know, what we thought was traditionally the way to do things to now those things don't work and we need to adapt. The people that adapt the quickest will win and it's a very simple game. So try and invest in yourself, stay safe and if you want more help, definitely go check out the Patreon community. That is where I'm putting out more information than ever uh, anywhere else. So if you are interested in really upgrading and taking this seriously, make a promise to yourself that you want to make things happen. So I'll catch you guys on the inside. Thanks guys for listening and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.